1: 30 years ago today, Hillary Swank made her big screen debut in the movie version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on July 31st, 1992. I spoke to the two-time Oscar winner of Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby when she released her 2018 Alzheimer's film, What They Had. Thanks so much for joining us, Hillary.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm really proud and honored to be a part of this movie and love talking about it.
1: Right? It's always good when you enjoy the movie. It's fun to, more fun to talk about. Uh, give, uh, <laughs> remind our listeners what it's about.
0: Um, well, what they had, it's a multi-generational story about family. Um, Blythe Danner's character um, is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and the family comes to Chicago to just rally around her to try and help decide what needs to happen. And Michael Shannon's my brother, Robert Forster's my father, and Taisa Farmiga's my daughter. So it's a multi-generational story. Um, really about it's a slice of life, about family. No one's perfect. We're all trying to figure it out. Um, we're, we have family dysfunction like all of us, but there's a lot of laughter, a lot of tears, a lot of love.
1: Absolutely. When I first you know read the premise and saw the trailers, I couldn't help but think of um, Still Alice and other Alzheimer's, too. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Exactly. You know, there's so many people afflicted with Alzheimer's, but I think that there's, you know, I mean, I was a caretaker for my father for three years when he got a lung transplant. And when you go through something like that, it can shine a bright light on the, just, you know, um, the difficulties, but also the, the strengths of a family. And um, it's, it's um, there's a lot of laughter in this one. There's a lot of levity to it um, from Blythe's point of view and from the family's point of view. You know, a lot of times the, on the same side of the coin are tears and laughter. And so it's just, it's one moment you're laughing and the next you're crying. It's really, it's it's really beauti- beautifully told, I think. You know, it's a horrible diagnosis. It's just, you know, what do you do when you lose your memories? We're, we really take our memories for granted. Life is happening and we never know what's going to happen tomorrow and we really have to make the most of it now and tell the people we love that we love them while we can
1: absolutely and i want to know um just see you're the actress so you can you can shine a light on some little acting touches and choices on screen that you know maybe most viewers wouldn't notice but how does Blythe uh approach playing alzheimer's or like what are like some little acting choices that you notice her doing playing the alzheimer's patient you know from your own point of view as an actress like you, you noticing certain ways she holds her hands or you know what i mean like anything like that
0: well, it's a it's a great question. Um, I think, you know, every, that any type of disease afflicts everyone differently, and so flies play it very childlike when she'd go into it. She'd go into being a schoolgirl on a bus or, you know, on a train going to visit her family, or she'd be standing there, the phone would ring, and she'd pick up a stapler, and she'd be talking into the stapler going, why aren't you going to get this, this phone fixed? I've asked you to get it fixed, and all of a sudden she realizes it's a stapler, and we, she starts laughing herself, and... Um, <laughs> I feel like that's a very, very challenging role, and, and Blythe played it so deftly. She was so, so good and so real, and, um, and you really have to just, you have to commit, you know. You have to commit to that choice and when you're in and when you're not, um, and um, she really was beautiful as always.
1: And talk about working across Michael Shannon because I think even though he's done all these great killer roles here in recent years, like I think the dude's unbelievable, but dish on him for a minute. Playing that sort of sibling there and trying to figure out what to do with the ailing mom.
0: Well, it's been a dream of mine to work with Michael forever. I do think he's one of the best of his generation. I feel like he plays unexpectedly. Uh, His choices are unexpected, kind of like Christopher Walken used to be. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good Christopher Still is. Right. It's a it's a kind of it's like it's you don't it, he 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 kind of spins everything on its top and plays it his own way and makes it his own. And I admire that so much. And I think it's it's also courageous and brave to play something um, in, in the in the choices that he does and the ways he does. Um, and so it's been a, a dream of mine. I've, uh, I've for the last decade, I've been looking for something for us to do together. And so I was so happy when he came on board um, to play across from him, to mix it up all the time, to be in the sandbox and have him deliver something completely different. And, you know, acting, as they say, is really reacting. So when you have someone like Michael who's completely mixing it up all the time, you're able to really listen and just react and um We had a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughter, and we we have a very sibling-like relationship after the movie still, you know, getting to go around, premiere the movie across the country, do press together. We're having a lot of fun and laughing a lot and joking around and, um, you know, um, little little pranks and and the such. Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, how'd you get the script in your hands?
0: Well, I was sent um, the script by one of my agents who said, I, I feel like I found a gem. <laughs> and um, I read it, and I said, you indeed found a gem. This is really beautiful. And I said, who's directing? She said, the writer. And I said, wonderful. Well, I can't wait to meet her. I mean, I've made a career out of really believing and giving directors a first, you know, a, the first-time directors. It's just been kind of across the board, I've, I've, I've done that time and time again. And I love it. I, I, I love believing in someone and helping them get their vision to the screen. That's also why I'm a producer on this movie. You know, at one point, someone believed in me and gave me an opportunity. And I love to be able to, to give that back.
1: Awesome. Well, I know we're up against the clock, and my listeners would kill me if I don't ask you. I have to at least uh, ask what I need some memories from uh, your two Oscar wins Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby. I mean, come on. Two of the greatest uh, roles I think of the last, whatever, 25 years or whatever it's now, probably longer ago than I thought. But uh, but
0: it's been 19 years since Boys Don't Cry, which is so crazy. Um, You know, it's like it's crazy to think that that's a byproduct of living your dream that you get an award from the people that you admire the most. Um, I still pinch myself, and it's still to, to hear, too. I, it, it seems like a complete dream, um, but it's, it's such an honor. The roles that I get to play and the people I get to collaborate with it's just, I was a little girl at one point who had a dream to be an actor, and here I am. I just turned 44, and I'm still living it, and, and living it with some of the best out there. I just, I'm I'm the luckiest girl on earth.
1: Well, you made us cry our eyes out Million Dollar Baby, but I want to know what it was like working both on screen and, uh, you know, directing uh, with Clint there. I mean, that's, I mean, come on. That's once-in-a-lifetime legend stuff right there.
0: Completely once-in-a-lifetime. I just... I got married um, about two months ago, and Clint was at my wedding, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, <sighs> he's, he's, he's such an important person in my life for so many reasons, and um, he is a complete teddy bear. He's a, a love, and um, I, I'm so thankful to have him in my life.
1: Awesome. Well, you know, you're working with uh, the 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 veterans and the newcomers, and we and you know we can't wait for everyone to go check out what they had uh, in in theaters. Uh, well, it'll be now by the time this runs. So, thank you so much, Hillary Swank. This was great.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot.
1: All right. Good luck with the movie. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.